Welcome to the Sadler Lectures podcast. Responding to popular demand, I'm converting my philosophy videos into sound files you can listen to anywhere you can take an MP3. If you like what you hear and want to support my work, go to patreon.com Sadler. I hope you enjoy this lecture. Within the Phaedo, there's a reference to and a discussion of two particularly important Platonic dialogues, the Doctrine of Recollection and the Doctrine of the Forms. Now, this occurs in a almost seemingly offhand manner, but there is a pretty rigorous discussion of it going on there that does reveal something to us. So it starts out with Simeus and Cabes, these two foreigners, doing something that's almost like a comedy routine sort of sort of set up. There's some irony built into it, not irony in the sense of Socratic irony, but in the sense that we talk about it today, because they're talking about the uh, the soul and, and death, and then Cabes says, you know, there's also that doctrine of recollection that you bring up, and Simeon says, says, how did that go again? I'm not quite sure I can recall it. And they actually call attention to the fact that he seems to be kind of joking around. He says, no, no, just rehearse it for me. Tell me how it goes again. And so what we get here in the Phaedo is the same thing that we got in the Mino. Some knowledge or learning is really remembering is really taking the knowledge that's already within us that we've forgotten, that we don't have ready to hand, and bringing it out. So what it relies on is the fact that we've already learned this at some some previous time. The example that Socrates uses is particularly interesting because where he's going with this is to say that We've got the knowledge that we're using or exploiting or learning or putting to work here in this life, and it came to us from a previous existence, a previous state of existence before we were in this body. But the example that he's going to use at first has to do with recalling things that have have occurred in, in this life. So he talks about, for example, people who love each other, people who like each other, when they see an object that belongs to the person who they like, who's absent, it reminds them of that. That's why we have keepsake pictures, or, you know, now we can carry them all around on our, on our phone, I suppose. Put them up in the cloud, right? Carry our memories around with us. There's a whole story to talk about with that, that Plato would have to say, but that, that's for another time. But we can be reminded of what we actually know. We can have these things brought back to us. And there's different ways in which this happens, you know, seeing a random thing that reminds us of this or that. We can also do it in more rigorous ways through dialectic. There's a bunch of different possibilities for how this occurs. But the doctrine of recollection is that some of our knowledge is actually what we have, what we come into this world with, and we just have to have some way of bringing it back out of our forgetting into full memory, and then we actually have knowledge. So learning is not really something new coming into us. It's rather bringing the old back out of us. What did we learn? Well, that's where we're going to get to the forms. And these two things are interconnected for Socrates. So he talks about, in this previous existence, we encountered the forms. And what is a platonic form? A platonic form is the thing itself the reality of whatever X happens to be. In this case, he uses the example of equality. And so Socrates says, you recognize that things are equal, right? So for example, these two pieces of chalk are equally chalk, and they're more or less equal in length, right? They're not exactly equal, 
And even this piece of chalk is not, before I scribbled on the, on the board, it's not exactly the same as it was before I did that scribbling. But it is similar. It's almost equal. We can never actually find true equality in anything that's material, in anything that we can encounter and perceive through our senses. So the question then that the forms are the answer to are, well, how are we able to recognize equality when it's imperfect as such, if we never really do see equality? And Plato's answer, more or less, is, well, we actually do see equality with a capital E, you might say, but we don't see it with our eyes. We perceive it with our mind. And we perceive the equality in these two, not quite, but pretty equal pieces of chalk by in some way accessing the immutable, eternal reality of the form of equality, equality itself, equality that is never anything other than pure equality. And we see these things in light of that and are able to recognize them as equal. And we do this for other forms as well, other things. So for X itself, or X that is eternal and unchanging and immaterial, we have, a, we have a form. And those provide us with the standards by which we can make sense of things. They provide intelligibility, the ability to understand something as X in this world, in this existence, is provided to us by the form. These are the realities in which X things, as I put it here, participate. So other examples that he gives, beauty. There is for Socrates and for Plato a form of the beautiful, which is in certain respects beyond being. Turns out to be the same thing as the form of the good, but it, you know that's a whole other topic there, right? That we'll talk about when we get to the Republic and the Symposium and, and other dialogues. But there's a beautiful in which every beautiful thing that we see participates. So if these pieces of chalk have a certain beauty to them, that's because they participate. The Greek word for that is actually mechain. They participate in that form of beauty. And some things participate more and some things participate less. So pieces of chalk, pretty low level. The words in this book participate more. If this pen is well designed, I suppose it participates more as well than these pieces of chalk. But be that as it may, we don't have to worry about that. The idea is that beauty is the X here. Beauty itself, eternal beauty, unchanging, immaterial beauty. And then that provides us with the touchstone by which we're able to recognize other things, beautiful things, X things in this case, as being beautiful. Now, we don't recognize that we're doing that. We have to work very hard in order to get back to being able to see the forms as forms while we're here in these bodies because our souls are so closely connected with our bodies. But those forms are what we have knowledge of that the doctrine of recollection is referring us to. You could call this innate knowledge. It's not an innate knowledge in the same sense that, for example, Descartes would speak about it or other rationalists would speak about it in the modern period, because strictly speaking, what we have knowledge of is not what's in our head or what's born within us. The knowledge is within us, but the knowledge is of something that is not within us, namely the form, which is actually, in many respects, ontologically greater than us. That's the way Platonic metaphysics works. So we can, when we see examples 
of the form, you know, justice, for example. We see examples. That can, and it does, in a dim way, recall to our minds the justice, the absolute justice, the form of justice, which we saw when we were not in our bodies, when we were just souls able to contemplate the forms directly. And if we work really, really hard, Socrates says, through contemplation, through discipline, through dialectic, we can get to the point where we can actually perceive the forms as such in this living, in the body, reality that we inhabit at present. So those are how these two important Platonic doctrines come up in the Phaedo and how they're connected together. Notice that Socrates has to do a lot of analogies, a lot of metaphor making in order to make this work. He's actually beginning with things that we sense in the world and talking about how we remember them. But then he's going beyond that to talk about something that is transcendent to our worldly, material, space and time coordinated experience and talking about pure intelligibility. Special thanks to all of my Patreon supporters for making this podcast possible. You can find me on Twitter at Philosopher70, on YouTube at the Gregory B. Sadler channel, and on Facebook on the Gregory B. Sadler page. Once again, to support my work, go to patreon.com Sadler. Above all, keep studying these great philosophical works.